Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Dude, I hope that's the intro. It's just Keelan saying, oh shit. Oh shit. We're recording. Hi, everybody. Welcome to currently unnamed podcast slash vidcast, if that's a thing. Um, we are currently coming to you from the Southside Sox Network here. We are all affiliated with that site. Let's go introduce ourselves. I am Keela Ballou, and I very rarely write with Southside Sox and also I'm part of Killer Bees. Crystal? All right. I am Crystal O'Keefe. <laughs> I more often than Keelan, but still very rarely write for Southside Sox. I have started to find my home in six pack of stats, I guess, which very is weird funny. because you guess. I suck at math and stats. Anyway, you're great. you're great at writing about them. That's yeah. Also, I just shared something about my um, cute kids on our very first show until Saturday. So that's me. Yay. Now, I'm Colleen Sullivan, mostly known for Know Your Enemy, where I make fun of all the other teams and then get yelled at about it by their fans on Twitter. Um, <laughs> mostly Red Sox fans. And then that one that one Reds fan was, like, mad that I didn't do research. And I was like, sir. It's so I don't bad. care. <laughs> yeah, I was like, sir, you seem confused about the amount of work that goes into this. <laughs> and the point of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like okay well he's like well that reliever is not on the team anymore and I'm and I so I looked and I'm like well ESPN still has him on there he hasn't been on the team since April 30th it was like May 3rd oh like well, settle down this is a Wendy's yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes I'm mostly known for getting yelled at by other fans you're great at it 
I just don't care. It's it's good. If, if you don't if you don't know that it's fun, then that's sad for you. Yeah. What's the worst you've been yelled at? So I Cubs fans are Cubs fans I'm used to getting yelled at though. Um so that doesn't bother me. I think the worst one was probably a cards fan because last year I made a joke about them all getting COVID from going to the casino and this guy got really mad about it and he was like well this is what happens when you have Twitter as your news source perpetuating (laughs) rumors I'm like dude it was a fucking joke (laughs) yeah I'm like now that you're mad I'm gonna say it more I am a middle child. You have no idea how petty and annoying I can get. <laughs> Just well, wait. I'm telling my sister that. Yeah, she's the middle child. They all think I'm the most annoying, though, because I am. No, so that's- I am a middle child. I can be petty and I can be annoying. Don't think that I won't be if I have a grudge. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal, do you get yelled at a lot for your new stats takes or other things <laughs> not my stats just my hot takes uh, <laughs> twitter's good at yelling about hot takes too yes it is it's just a lot of garbage coming at my dms or my mentions of oh my god how can you like one pitcher more and i'm like you know what i'm gonna tell you why it's because i would like to see michael's face on my screen as often as i can so thank you i am literally yeah. in it because he's attractive. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Girls get a bad rap as baseball fans because they're like, you only like them because they're cute. And I'm like, listen, isn't that why men read Sports Illustrated? Do you like the swimsuit issue? But also, I was watching the game today. My husband was home for lunch. And Zach Collins was on, on TV. I was like, man, he just looks dumb. Like, he just has one of those faces. (laughs) And I'm sure he's, I I don't know him personally. And this is why I get yelled at on Twitter, because I say stuff like that. But he looks like, like, you know, when you see Aaron Rodgers, and you're like, he looks like he only knows how to spell his name. And that's it. That's kind of how I feel about Zach Collins sometimes. I'm like, you look like there's like, five things you know how to spell. And that's it. Yeah, well, they did. The field, the photos at the field did them all wrong. And Zach Collins in particular, his photo, they made him look like they aged him like 50 years. And he also kind of looks like a grandma in the photo. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. But I also didn't realize he had blonde hair until recently. So that was like a new thing. And I was like, oh, I've only ever seen him in a hat. So that was a new thing. Uh, I like when they have like a little hockey mullets sticking out the bottom of their <laughs> hats like josh hamilton or no is that josh hamilton today who was playing third for the twins he had like a little mullet ponytail sticking out yeah I, I like when they can see you can see their their hairs <laughs> but yeah a to your point though like a lot of josh dudes, donaldson I oh yeah that guy the good guy <laughs> Yeah, Josh Hamilton, I think, was the one who left because, left baseball because he had a drug problem. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. So he's still alive. He just quit baseball. But R.I.P. baseball. Yeah. But I think to your point, though, like, I mean, same thing with dudes watching, I would say volleyball is definitely a big one. It's like, okay, sure, you're watching volleyball. or Okay, straight dudes. You're watching volleyball, but we all know, like, we all know you think they're hot. I think it's the, the same can be said for 
not yeah. all women, but a lot of women. Yeah. I think so. most guys on Twitter will also admit how yeah. homophobic is. So I don't want to hear it. Okay. Yeah. Like, I know a bunch of straight dudes that would let, just let him, let him do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. And that's also why a lot of them are like, I watch tennis because they grunt. Like, okay. <laughs> is, a, it, is that the first time you've heard that? Is it the first time you've made a, that you've heard a girl grunt before? Because like, I have questions. It's my fetish. Grunting. <laughs> grunting women. Yep. Just grunting. It doesn't matter who grunts. Dogs, pigs. Just (laughs) females making that noise. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I think a lot of that comes because, like, women sports fans get a bad rap because it's like, you're all dummies and you don't know anything. And, oh, you like baseball? Who was the starting lineup for the 1956 Game 2 of the World Series? Yeah. Like, you know what? You tell me that first. Yeah. You don't know it either. Yeah. Agreed. And I think for, for me, like being a newer fan of the White Sox in general, there is a historical learning curve, especially. And sometimes I just, I mean, sure, maybe I'll learn some of it along the way. And sometimes I do because the context is good to know. But also at a certain point, it's like, this won't change how I feel at in any rate. So I'm enjoying it now and the team that's here now. And I think that's great that other people tell me about history sometimes. And some people are very like friendly about it, but otherwise it's like, yeah, it's a question of like fandom in general and gatekeeping and yeah. Yeah. Well, and like, I grew up in Chicago. I grew up a Chicago sports fan, like having a long sports history is just a thing here. Um, And some people have like deep cut knowledge of stuff and some people don't. And like my husband did not know who Mark Burley was. The year they were retiring his number, I had said, like, oh, my gosh, this is so cool. They're going to retire Mark Burley's number. And he's like, okay. And I looked. <laughs> Do you know who Mark Burley is? He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> then you get to teach him. Yeah, I was like, And judge him. <laughs> yeah. Well, he didn't really, like, like, he didn't, he watched baseball, but it wasn't, like, a thing for him before we got before we started dating and got married and he's like oh now I get it but yeah when we first started dating he's like oh you're one of them (laughs) but I my sister one year for Christmas gave me like this huge book of like White Sox history and I told him I was going to start assigning him reading from it (laughs) that's a nice family exercise though yeah I was like you're gonna I'm gonna start giving you homework yeah (laughs) you have to read so I made him read about Mark Burley (laughs) White Sox encyclopedia (laughs) ask me if he remembers anything because I feel like the answer to that is no <laughs> he's like he was a pitcher right I'm like you know what that's yeah <laughs> I've definitely been on dates with guys like if I see you know like we're at like a bar or something like that and there's a game on tv and I'm just kind of focused on that being a really like awful date but I had a guy once say oh so like are you are you a big baseball person? And I was like, yeah, I grew up with it, you know, and I was kind of just explaining how baseball is just my happy place. And he was like, oh, and he like almost like completely shut down. And I was like, is that an issue? And he was like, to be honest, I don't really watch it. And I don't even know 90% of what you just said to me. And I was like, 
this is not, this is not going to work. There will, yeah. let's, let's just head out. I'm good. Just yeah. delete my number. I'm going to ghost you after this anyway. I can't be with yeah. absolutely no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, or think, no, not accepting of it too is the other thing. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, so, and that's the thing. My husband and I were like six months into dating and my sister was like, yo, how are you with someone who doesn't care about baseball? I was like, <laughs> I don't know, man, but he's like, I don't want to be like, oh, he's so good about it, but he is like, I, he's like, he doesn't really like to watch it on TV. Like he falls asleep, um, but he'll go to the games and he'll walk around any stadium we go to and he will find all of the food and all of the beer. And I think that's going to be really hard for him this season with the COVID restrictions um, but we're sitting like in the corner by the craft cave and by like the French fry stand and by the sandwich stand. So I think he might be okay. Cause those are like the foods that he likes. Yeah. And that is part yeah. of the fun too. Like all of that. Yeah. That's how I even like started getting into baseball. I would just go with my brother to games and it was awesome because he and I always have fun together, but then just like, Oh, the atmosphere, the food. And then I didn't, Caring about the team is what now has made me obsessed. So I never did before. I never had a team because I grew up in Alabama and the closest team was the Braves. And it's not like I'm going there all the time. So it's hard to care. And I mean, also it's like, that's not in my state. I don't really, there's not as much of a connection. So having like the White Sox is really my first like baseball team to be able to have to engage with. I guess there were the Cubs, but it's not, it's not the same. It's not the same. I tried and it's not the same. There's no family within the cup. Like there never was. And that's what I hated so much about them. Like you just don't feel like you're a part of anything if you root for that team. Well, and I think about like, so I'm, I'm probably dating myself. um, But like when I was a kid on TBS, because Ted Turner owned the Braves at the time, the Braves were on TBS and the Braves were on like national TV and like you watched it. And I think that's kind of the thing with the Cubs because they yeah. were on WGN for a long time. Like it was on, you watched it. So it's like, I guess I'm a Cubs fan now because that's all you else around me. Yeah. yeah. And then they were was- like, they were in movies everywhere too. Cubs. That's like the go-to movie team minus. And the White Sox were always the bad guys. I remember. Yeah. Well, I was uh Bill. I don't know how to say his name, but Bill that writes with us on Southside Sox. He and I are working on an article together kind of about that, about how, you know, it plays into why the Cubs have more attendance and part of it. We talk about WGN and the Cubs and then also just like the media portrayal and like relationships between anything Cubs and anything Sox. And even like a lot of it with like urban divides and suburban divides. And even like recently I, my uh, brother-in-law is a Cubs fan and somebody, somebody asked him in our family, like what White Sox fans were like. And he was like, well, they're, (laughs) they're poor and they I know and I was like what the fuck <laughs> they're poor like I didn't say anything because I was like I can't I don't want to even talk about this but I was like that person, well, that's not the one you should lead with they're poor yeah 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 and yeah it was very extremely awkward yeah and I was like one not true two why does that <laughs> Is that a problem for people or I don't know. So yeah, that yeah, was like, is that the reason? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Are you trying to like equate something with that? Cause this is not a good conversation. So I don't know that he thought about what he was saying, but I definitely was like, hmm. 
So I was sure about you. The Handmaid's Tale earlier this week, and not to give any spoilers away, but there's a scene um, that has to do with Chicago, and there's a, there's a Cubs hat, and I was like, "What? I can't escape this, and I hate this." They're not even great. It should have just been like a big shot of Wrigley Field. And like, and I know in The Handmaid's Tale, like Chicago's like the war zone mm-hmm. in, within the universe because there's like all of the dystopian stuff. And like within the war zone of Chicago, I wouldn't be mad about a bombed out Wrigley Field. That'd be kind of funny. <laughs> but like, you don't need the Cubs hat then. Then it's just like, hey, here's Wrigley Field. Someone was like, oh, this person, he loved baseball. He's a fanatic. He needs this hat. And I was like, no, he doesn't. Like, throw it in the garbage. That was not. You can burn that hat. Yeah. (laughs) Burn it. It's kind of like how the Yankees are, like, America's team and how the Cowboys were America's team. It's just good marketing. Yeah, it is. And also the Cubs colors are, like, American color. Yeah. Well, and that's a whole other, like, discussion like if you look at a lot of baseball team colors like it's all red white and blue I'm like yeah I see what you did there yeah and we have a very special team in that we don't have a lot of that like there are a lot of differences of opinion but also aligned in a different direction so it's kind of nice to have that and special like I keep thinking about that a lot lately I'm like I'm taking this for granted right now when I look at other teams and it's like a lot of white guys and a lot of, I mean, I guess on our team, we have a lot of differences of opinion, but you don't really find out until you go look through their Twitter follows and and they're like, yeah, damn it. I wish I hadn't done that. <laughs> like, Oh, I regret that one. Yeah. Well, yeah. And the, like, and my mom's a Cubs fan. Um, and with like me also being a Mets fan. So when the Mets would play the Cubs, I would take my mom. Um, because then she gets to go to Wrigley and like, she doesn't have to listen to my dad crap on Wrigley. She just has to listen to me call Anthony Rizzo a fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, where did I kick out? Shut up. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like there was one game I'm sitting there and like Chris Bryant and Anthony Rizzo and what's his name? Caratini, Victor Caratini. And it was just like so many white guys. Yeah. Like the theme song to the to that podcast was like so many white guys. Do, 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 do. That's what it made me think of, and I would like hear it in my head every time they read the lineup. And like the Mets aren't exactly breaking diversity hires, but still, I was like, wow, it's really different up here. And also, the fans are super white too. Yeah. So I'm like, I feel like it just kind of extends. Yeah, I I agree, and yeah, I mean, my story feels the same it was like what the hell yeah like the Cubs are like the white rich team which is weird though because we're all white here yeah Sox fans so definitely there is that like larger media spin I don't know any stats for what like fandom like what's made up from that but demographic yeah I don't think they surveyed like demographics for fandom I know that that's (laughs) like the weirdest thing when that came up like even with my brother-in-law I was like how do you what (laughs) and I just never even know yeah well and like I don't um on Twitter Adam Spear he's he's married he's a White Sox fan and he's married to a Dodgers fan and she was um kind of talking about the different like breakdowns of groups or like stereotypes that go with different fandoms for a bunch of California teams 
Um, and even talking about like football and Raiders fans. And I was like, yeah, I guess every team has that, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm proud of our team. Damn it. <laughs> I'm proud of our collective group of weirdos. Yeah. If anything, that's what we all are. <laughs> <laughs> We're a group of weirdos and a lot of drunks. And yeah. then, yeah. Maybe that's why Tony became the manager because he knows that it's a bunch of drunks. <laughs> I don't so know. like, no. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm still trying to sell him to myself. I'm like, well, I guess we're stuck with him until he dies because so, Jerry's not going to fire him. I had that whole like, well, what about him is even likable because there was nothing for me. And I was like, oh, the animal rescue, like that. No, not yes. even that anymore. This yeah. is the likable, this is the one thing I can cling to. And I'm just like, in my head, think, oh, but all the puppies that he's rescuing. But I was like, oh, but like, they're racist. So I can't yeah. even do that anymore. Yeah. These racist puppies. <laughs> They've been raised in a toxic environment. Yeah. I always feel bad when my dogs bark at non-white people. I'm like, I promise it's not like they're not racist. They're just really stupid. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry. My dogs are just really dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Bugs. (laughs) I know. That's always awkward. Yeah. There's like, I'm sorry. My dogs are just dumb. Yeah. They're really really stupid. There's a a church near my house and uh, the the preacher is a very big black dude with a very deep voice and he wears like a big ass robe and one day he was outside just like saying hi to parishioners and he turned around or like did his arms like this so it was like white everywhere and my dog Hank who is normally like <laughs> loves people and is very friendly to everybody he freaked out and I was like oh god no I was like please not now like not this not the priest yeah and I wanted to be like I'm sorry my my dog isn't a racist I swear but my dog's dumb. not racist he's just dumb yeah yep. and then yeah <laughs> he's just not religious that's all yeah. <laughs> he doesn't he's like just- garb he prefers more of the jeans and t-shirt churches come as you are he's more of a nudist dog yes <laughs> yeah exactly he's not a fan of the robes he doesn't have clothes on why would he expect you to? why would he like anybody yeah exactly exactly but like the really the thing about tony that stands out to me is like the managerial hate was when a couple not a couple of years ago it was <laughs> Maybe like five years ago, they did a giveaway of a Tony Larusa bobblehead, um, and it was like when he got in the Hall of Fame, and so they honored him as having been a previous White Sox manager. And my dad was like, "I'm going to run this over with my car because he hates Tony Larusa that much." For when he was a manager before, I was like, I was two when Tony Larusa got fired, so it's not like I have, I remember it. Um, but yeah, my dad's like, I'm gonna run this over with the car. I was like, well, St. Louis loves him. <laughs> um, what is, like, does he tell you what he hated about him before? Or he, well, a lot of it's just like, I hate him. He's stupid. You know, like, <laughs> things people okay, say yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. I was like, so like, my dad was made for Twitter, basically. <laughs> he's on, he's on Twitter. He doesn't tweet that much, but like, the other day, somebody that he works with follows me on Twitter, which I'm like, oh, sad for you. And he, <laughs> we were out to lunch on Saturday, and somebody sent him a tweet that I had 
made on like Friday night and my dad didn't understand it so he's like what does this mean I was like <laughs> it's mine don't spy on me I was like I mean my dad follows me on Twitter <laughs> like you know it's at your own peril you made this sir. yeah my mom follows me and she only follows like maybe 10 other people that are celebrities so they don't tweet as often so I feel like anytime she opens Twitter it's just like oh there's my foul mouth horrible daughter talking about <laughs> baseball and how she's depressed this is great <laughs> best follow ever sometimes random dudes beat up on her for her baseball opinions how lovely <laughs> I gotta say the worst fans of anything on Twitter are Trevor Bauer fans yes you know like Cardinals fans will yell at you a couple times and then go away you know like they'll just fuck off and like the one Reds fan was like and I joked I'm like look it's my fan and he was like oh I didn't mean for it to be mean I was like dude I don't care yeah Trevor Bauer fans I think are the worst and they get the most aggressive like they're the reason you can't dm me unless I follow you like I had to lock my dms yeah um and I think that's kind of calmed down now that he's not an option, but yeah, that got really crazy there. Colleen, I remember there were a few times you and I were like, not with each other, but no, other people. crazy people. Like, and we wouldn't even be talking to anybody. They would just like find it or see it and just, yeah, they would like, search his name. I'm yeah. like, okay. Asterisk in his name and they would still find it. They were insane. Yeah. yeah it's like, it's nuts. Yeah. That was um, peak like photoshopping white socks uniform on people I just remember being like he's not even that good <laughs> and he's not still and he, not <laughs> and he's he a won baggage. a Cy Young on the Reds like congratulations in a small I could win a Cy Young on the Reds <laughs> I want to see that and I will support it <laughs> um I'm pretty sure that Brad Keller and I have the same ERA when Brad Keller's ERA was like 15 after opening day, I was like, hey, that was my ERA. I was not a very good pitcher. <laughs> That's why I was a catcher. Um, but yeah, like I like that Trevor Bauer now goes out and he's like, well, it's our team's fault. We're not doing very well. I'm like, yo, dude. It's, would. it's you. Yeah. You're yeah. the reason that Fernando Tatis homered twice. Yeah. And that was super interesting and again I think just the other day there's that video that came out on Twitter of people like celebrating and you know people being critical of that um a white guy being critical of that and that has that keeps happening with Trevor Bauer too which I think is interesting because it's like this is the same group of people (laughs) yeah it's like the same it's like the same five guys in an echo chamber yeah I'm like um, I just like the now defunct Deadspin, like the OG version of it. They used to always refer to him as big dumb asshole Trevor Bauer. <laughs> so now that's whenever I write about him, I'm like, you know what? I have to carry on this mantle of calling him big dumb asshole Trevor Bauer. Um, and I said it to one of my coworkers once a couple of, it was, it was when we were still in the office. So it definitely was not 2020. It was like 2019. And we were talking about something and I said, yeah, that big dumb asshole, Trevor Bauer. And he's like, that is the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) Good. I was like, well, committing to that now. Yeah. I'm glad he wasn't a uh, like pro Trevor Bauer and then just badgers you all the time. 
he was not a baseball. He he's like one of these. Like he's a very nice guy, and I sat by him, and he was a very nice guy. Um, he had like a wine subscription and an art dealer, and he's not a baseball person. Interesting. Yeah, I'm like I have questions about your life. <laughs> he's like I have a wine cellar at my parents' house, and I was like, what? And an what? art dealer. And he's an art dealer. He's like, yeah, I have an art dealer. I was like, how do you get one of those? Yeah, that's one of those things that I've never thought about people having in real life. Yeah, I'm like, how do you, like, I know how to get a drug dealer. Like, how do you get an (laughs) art dealer? Probably the exact same way. Might be both. Yeah. Yeah. Or he could say he's an art dealer. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, he showed me, like, a sculpture that he got. He's like, look, I got this from my art dealer. I'm like... What's inside of that sculpture? Yeah, I was like, did you tap it? <laughs> Make sure it's hollow. Little baggies stuck up its butt. Yeah. Hollow <laughs> <laughs> in the center? What's going on? Just shake it out. <laughs> yeah. Well, where were you? Oh, Trevor <laughs> Bauer. Yeah, no, no. Cocaine. This has been like a baseball-ish podcast. Cocaine up an art, like a sculpture's ass, and... Big dumb ass drugs. Trevor Bauer. Drugs. Yeah. And yeah, Trevor Bauer sucks. AKA butthole big ass head dope. Yeah. Now we're all gonna get yelled at on Twitter by his fans. No, and I like everybody who's like, why would you want Marcus Stroman instead of Trevor Bauer? I'm like, uh, first of all, Marcus Stroman's dope as fuck. Yeah. Secondly, Marcus Stroman is not a lunatic. Yeah. So yeah, I fucking want Marcus Stroman. And I'm so glad that Trevor Bauer's on the Dodgers and I'm not a Dodgers fan. (laughs) I'm sorry to all the Dodgers fans. I was gonna say we can account for where Marcus Stroman was on January sixth. We verdict still out on where Trevor Bauer was. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oops. I'm gonna yeah. have to well, like, some images of him. <laughs> Send them to the FBI. <laughs> we can cut we can cut any of this out. That's fine. <laughs> we'll just like bleep the whole section. Like have like a have just like a caption that was like this this conversation was not cleared by the legal department. We went off the rails and talked about <laughs> framing someone at the Capitol riots. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. He's fine. He's got money. He'll, he'll walk it off. Parody. Aha. That's how we get out of it. It's satirical. Yes. This is a comedic podcast. But that's oh. what happens to me on Twitter when I half joke about things and then I get yelled at. So same. <laughs> same. And in my Twitter bio I have in there sarcastic like did y'all not read before you came here (laughs) no I warned you yeah I think people see other people interact with like one post and then they jump in there uh that happened to me yesterday because I made my joke about uh not dating a Republican about sports teams and I got a lot of people just coming in being very serious with me and Yo, but actually, I won't. I wouldn't date a Republican. <laughs> I 
wouldn't either. <laughs> I was like, real talk. I, I was not dating. I was when I was dating. I was not dating Republicans. Republicans no. are people who had kids. Yeah. Also, I, all the people jumping in, I wanted to be like, I'm married. So that we're doing right. Now. Yeah. I think my sister's husband's a Republican and she's like, we just don't talk about politics. I'm like, how does that work? What do I you have questions? About? Do they talk Why? about baseball? No. Oh, what do they do? <laughs> An Uber driver. TV? And she's a teacher. Yeah. I think that I'm like, what do y'all have in common? Because I don't see it. <laughs> I mean, seems like a lot of people have that kind of and that's why, oh my God, look at me. I'm trying to like veer so hard. I'm like, we're talking about baseball, right? Like, again? Totally. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, do you guys, when you go to games, do you go with your significant other? Always. So not always. Yeah. Um, Probably when we were dating, right before we got married, so this is probably like seven, eight or nine years ago, um, he used to work nights because he's in the union. And when you first start in the union, you get the shitty schedule. Um, so he used to work nights and we lived walking distance from the ballpark. And at that time, dollar hot dogs were on like Tuesdays or something. So I would walk to the ballpark. I'd get a cheap seat, have a hot dog, walk home. By the time I, by the time the game was over, he's home. So. That's so cool. Now I go with him, but because he gets up and wanders, people are like, that doesn't bother you? I was like, yo, I used to go to the games by myself. <laughs> like, at least now he brings food. Yeah. Crystal? He brings snacks, so it works out. Nobody loves snacks. I do. I definitely go with my husband more than anyone else. I will say, obviously, before I met him, it was more of a going with my friends or family members because my whole family is a big sports family, especially with baseball. But now it's definitely just me hanging out with my husband, forcing him to take pictures, which he hates. <laughs> um, I mean, we spent our wedding night at the ballpark. So cool. I think that solidified Aww. our union together as. The I was trying to get married yeah. at the ballpark. Um. We definitely looked into it at one point. It's expensive. It, yeah, it it was insane. Um, yeah, you but, can really do that. Yeah, I did not know this. Yeah, yeah. Like, where package. do they do it? In so you can there are two options. <laughs> you can either do it in that Huntington Bank Stadium Club thing in like right field, or in that like home plate club area. What is it called now? it's oh, like the, the it's like that fancy club level oh okay where like the big opening is and it's like under the radio booth and stuff so it depends on how many people you want and if you're having a full wedding or just a reception there's like different options i thought you were talking about getting buried not married <laughs> oh no <laughs> i think because you said you can get married but I heard buried, and I was like, holy yeah. shit. That changes my stance. Yeah, right fe- yeah, just in center field, yeah. I, well, I was you ever like, see the big lump out there? I, know, I was like, what do you mean? Like, out? is there, like, bricks or something? You have to be, like, cremated. I am so confused. I guess this is, a, like, a good money-making idea. Genius for profit, if you have the space. But I or was the mafia. Because let's be real, there's 
definitely somebody under one of those parking lots. Oh, yeah. They are huge parking uh, lots. There's got to be at least there's somebody there's at least one body under those parking lots. So hundred percent. Yeah. So you okay. could be buried under the parking lot. Yeah, theoretically, you could buried. get buried there. Or we cremate Crystal and dump her ashes in the outfield. Yeah, just do that. I mean, that's fine. I yeah. did actually just recently have this discussion. I know, Keila, and you did as well with funeral. <laughs> yes. Um, A romantic I told, topic. I told my husband, I was like, I would like to be donated to a body farm. And he just kind of looked at me like, okay. <laughs> We're going to have this body farm. Yeah. So, I mean, you just, I mean, it's almost like donating your body to science, but they're the farms and they like basically recreate like crime scenes and they, it's like they're, it's kind of wild. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of gross and weird and I love it. Exactly. (laughs) So I was like, this is what I would like to do when I die. And he was like, you know, I kind of saw this coming. Because, you know, I'm the one that just watches forensic files, like, in her downtime. I'm like, oh, I, I just need to calm down, so I'm going to pop on forensic files. So he was like, I, I saw this coming. So if you could just, like, work that out before you go. <laughs> I told my husband cool. that if I died of COVID, I wanted to be catapulted into Mitch McConnell's house <laughs> in the middle of the night. I was like, so if I get, because I have, and I knock on wood, I've been very lucky where I didn't get COVID at all because I didn't leave the house. Um, but I told him, I said, you know what, if I get COVID and if I get sick and die, I want you to take my corpse in the middle of the night and I want you to launch it into Mitch McConnell's window. I don't want my death to be politicized. I would like it to be weaponized. And he was like, that sounds about right. But now I kind of, but now like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. I mean, if I can go out in the right field, you could still do okay. it. Yeah, you can just do it. Well, I I told him I'm going to die first, and then that's his problem. He's got to work. Yeah, you'll have to figure this out. I feel like Crystal, we could like cut you in half, and half the one half could go to the body farm. The other half we could cremate and spread in the field. I mean, maybe like if I could just, (laughs) or I could just go in center field and like join Luis Robert. Yeah. Um, Uh, Or we can bury you in left field with Eloy. I mean, our option are great. Maybe even like Adam Engel, because I'm not sure if he's alive. You couldn't I'm really sure his leg fell off. You know? He no, is you alive. You there was signs of life this evening. Yeah, uh, was that him? Athletic? We don't know. Exactly. Athletic James <laughs> posted. I did theorize that it was a robot replacement, but he, ah, tricky. He tried to shut that down, but he's coy, so I don't trust. Him. <laughs> We don't know it was him, and I love him. So if I could just be next to him. It didn't look like him from afar. Let's start a conspiracy theory. Well, you know what? It's those masks. I mean, it could have been a prospect for all we know in an Adam Engel jersey. You know, everyone's wearing a mask in the dugout. You don't really know who's who. They could have cloned him. You know what? Then they should clone an entire outfield of him if we're doing that. Thank you. I agree. He's great. He is great. I'm over He's been doubted for so long. Yes. So my, in, in 2018, when Giolito was terrible, and I told everybody, just wait, it's going to get better. And now I tell them, ha I was right, suckers. Um, 
so Adam Engel was another one. I was like, I think the reason he stands out so much is because the rest of the team was really bad. Mm-hmm. So Adam Engel's offensive mistakes were kind of standing out. But defensively, he's so good yeah. that I think once the offense gets there, you don't really notice that because he's bouncing around the outfield, stealing home runs from the Yankees. Um, But that year... My husband also likes to do the guaranteed rate field auctions. He got me a game used Adam Engel jersey and he outbid Adam Engel's friend. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess his friend was like trying to, because it was literally just the two of them bidding on it. And my husband was like, no, it's for my wife. She's a fan. And Adam Engel's friend was like, she's the only one because I think everybody hates him. I was like, no. I was like, no, that makes me so sad. There's at least one other person. I this that. is an Adam Engel fan podcast now. It is. It well, is. I mentioned him in that show and tell story because we were we took the kids to the first game. This was back in 17. And I I don't even remember who it was, who why he was up there, but he had been called up because somebody was injured. And my husband said to my kids, oh, he's just here until the good guys get back. And now, flash forward, I'm just like, he's the good guy. I want him back. I need him. Yeah. We need him in center field. Yeah. Yeah. Larry Garcia in center field physically hurts me. (laughs) What did you think about Billy today, though? You know what? I have to say, I'm pleasantly surprised about Billy Hamilton. Because I will admit did not know a whole lot about him he's kind of like Gerard Dyson where I was like oh he steals bases that's cool Mm -hmm. um but he was on the Reds forever and all of that um so between yesterday with him being the roadrunner around all the bases the entire time and then today with him doing his best Dwayne Wise impression I was like I am presently surprised I enjoy you now Mr. Hamilton yeah keep you yeah, he made, like, speak. I'm glad Adam Engel's doing better and I want him to come back, but also watching yeah. Billy Hamilton, the spirit and some of the other things, I mean, like his speed and everything remind me of Adam Engel too. So I was kind of like, it's yeah. kind of like Adam Engel, but not. So if yeah. there's well, two people like that, that rules. I would take those two in the outfield and then Adam Eaton can be pouty and crabby in right field and do whatever it is that he does. Mode. I was like, let's have the fun guys back. Yeah, I agree. If we're going to commit that we have to have Adam Eaton, like, can we at least get the fun guys back? Yeah. I was holding out hope that Adam Engel would be the right field starter, but, you know, that didn't turn out well. I know. <laughs> he will be. I know. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I Earlier today on Twitter, I kind of mentioned, I thought um, with Adam Engel, we were not as much in like a you're mean situation where we've had you're mean for a long time, but we just never played him. I feel like with Adam Engel, it's a similar-ish situation where it's like, he's really good and we just, well, now he's injured, but like even before, we just didn't really play him that much, or we were giving like the people we paid for more of a chance, like Mazar. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. since he's been since he's been good. He played a lot in 2018, but again, so did a lot of people, and they were garbage in 2018. Yeah. Because it was still, like, the perpetual rebuild. Um, And then 2019, he was up and down a lot, I felt like. He was definitely, he played for maybe a month or two, and then they sent him back down. 
Um, and then I feel like he's coming up and down a lot more. Yeah. But Towards the end of the season, he was, well, yeah. he was doing better than Mazzara, mm-hmm. <laughs> which isn't saying much. Listen, <laughs> I toss a ball in the air and hits Comiskey in the face, and she still does a better job than Mazzara. Okay. <laughs> I've been we trying to, get, to train her to be in the outfield. And I'm like, come on, Comiskey, you have to catch it. And she just stares at it and it bonks her. <laughs> I'm like, you are, you are a boxer, shepherd, Labrador mix, madam. Have some dignity. Let's <laughs> put her in right field. Yeah, she can just bop around and get treats. That's all she cares about. Give her a snack. She'll do whatever you want. You can ball. I would like that. Yeah. Dog baseball. Screw everything else. More bat dogs. Bat dogs would be good. I don't know. Does anybody do that? There's some the minor leagues do. Yeah, the, there's a team in the minors that does it. Why does the minor league, why do they do so many cool things they that we rule. don't do? They also do really sucky things. They were the ones that were the test market for the runner on second and the extra innings rule. That's oh. true. So maybe that's to balance it out. Like, here, we have to test out shitty rules on you, but you get a bat dog. Yeah, and we're not going to, you know, treat you. We're like not going to pay you either. Yeah, exactly. But you get but a bat dog. Look Come at on. your cool, cool mascots. Yeah, <laughs> you guys are great right. team names. You know. I ordered my unionize the miners shirt today, actually. Nice. Yay! I have three. <laughs> I, don't try I have three of them. I ordered the red one that kind of looks like the it kind of looks like the Phillies font, but yep. I saw that so, one. I thought it was a Philly shirt and I was like, wait, I'm confused. I was like, oh wait, no, this is wrong. There's a light blue one with like the Philly, like the old Phillies maroon print. Mm-hmm. I have that one, I have the red one, and then I have the white one. Because I had tried to order the white one before, and I guess, like, there's a copyright thing or something. So I'm like, I'm going to get it now while I can, before somebody notices. Yeah. So now I have three of them. My husband's like, is that a lot? <laughs> it goes through the shirts. I like the shirts. What, I'm sitting around, I work at home. I'm sitting around yeah. the house all day. You posted a shirt. The dog? You posted a shirt the other day. Um, shit. It was a Tim Anderson one, and I forgot what it even says, but I ordered it. <laughs> was it so, the baseball needs more Tim Anderson yep, one? Yeah, yep. it was the obvious shirts one. The obvious shirts, good. yeah. I just sent my dad one of the obvious shirts and says, like, I still call it Comiskey. <laughs> That's cute. What was the new one today? I just, or maybe it was yesterday. I think I took a picture of it. Oh, it was, the Southside yeah, Hitman yeah. one? The white one? That one was cool. Which one? I think that's the the Southside Hitman. No, it wasn't even that one. It was like the fuck it, let's bat 300 or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, um, that's what it, I thought I took no a screenshot. Or maybe I just hit dingers it. or something. I'm like, I need to find where this shirt is. That's awesome. Yeah, no bunt. It was like, no bunting, fuck it, hit dingers. And I'm like, where did that shirt come from? I need that one. If you find it, please also. I hate buns and give me that shirt. <laughs> Tell me more about your bunt hate. I want to hear this. So. <laughs> I feel like bunting is a waste of an out. Like. Fair enough. We ha- Yeah. Like. The strategy behind it is, oh, we want to advance the runner. Okay. Well, are you assuming that they're going to strike out? Are you assuming they're going to do something? Like, you're just giving them a free out, basically. Like, very few people are beating out a bunt. Mm-hmm. Andrew, like, 
Billy Hamilton probably could beat a bunch. Larry Garcia, Adam Engel, and Tim Anderson. Yeah. That and makes that's a, sense. That's, that's like a handful of maybes. Yeah. But then we have like Adam Eaton bunting and like Andrew Vaughn and Jake. Like we have all these random guys bunting and it's like in later innings when strategically it does not make sense. And yeah. you're They're just high. getting the it's a free out. Yeah, I, it is weird that you pointed that, that out, like later inning bunting, and that always confuses me because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, maybe we should, especially some of these. It's like it seems like you're trying to do this to not be risky, but it is yeah, risky I mean, and not in a good way. Plus, literally, the strategy behind it is we have to advance the runner. Okay, there are other ways to do that that aren't yeah. bunting, mm-hmm. like. If you're sending a guy up there just to bunt, they're going to get out because they're not going to beat the throw. Yeah. They're going to strike out because they fouled off their bunt too many times. Or they're going to pop out because they bunted wrong. It popped the ball in the air and somebody caught it. Why don't just, just let them fucking hit. Okay. Bunts are dumb. Have like, we had I'm not a, a rod? I don't, I don't remember. Have we had a successful bunt this season? Where somebody Every, didn't get out. Yeah, everyone I've watched. So. Yeah, because, okay, that's what I have thought. Because everyone I've watched, I they've been like, oh, no. I not remember the last time I saw this team execute a bunt successfully. Like, I remember a lot of Adam. I remember when Ricky used to have Adam Angle try and bunt all the time, and he would just get out because yeah. he would foul it off. And he, I'm like, either teach them how to bunt, or fucking stop it. Yeah. Like, this is such a, it's such a waste. Yeah. And the strategies, like, and I, I'm going to get yelled at on Twitter again because everybody likes to yell at me when I'm like, no buns, 2021. <laughs> it's to advance the runner. Yeah. I fucking know. It doesn't mean I have to like it. And it doesn't mean I think it works. <laughs> I'm not an idiot. I know what it's for. It's dumb. <laughs> I feel like that's the slogan for Twitter, especially this season. Like, I know what it's for. Please quit yelling at me because that's, yeah. Yeah. I feel like we all get yelled at for understanding the rules, but saying we are. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're ladies and ladies don't understand the baseball like the men folk. My lady brains. My small lady brain. I definitely am still learning a lot about baseball, but if I make a joke, I know what I'm joking about because I had to have enough context to make the damn joke. <laughs> so I'll, I'll still get people coming in and telling me, I'm like, yes, do you see above? <laughs> Reread it, please. <laughs> the stupidest thing. And I, I don't say this lightly. The stupidest thing anybody has ever said to me about baseball in dead serious was my sister-in-law. So one day we were all watching like, it was like a Yankees Red Sox game. It was one of like the national games. And she turns to me, dead fucking serious, and goes, How come he gets to have his friend on the base with him? <laughs> and I I looked, I was like, Do you mean like the first baseman? And she goes, No, the guy wearing the same uniform. And I was like, The first base coach? And they're not and on like, the same base. <laughs> She made it sound like they're both stepping to, on it. She's like, how come he gets to have his friend out there with him? I'm like, what? 
No, she was dead serious. Like this wasn't a joke. And I like looked at her. I was like, "What?" I was like, "The, the first baseman." I, I was like, "Like, is there a shift on?" And you don't understand how it looks. And she's like, "No, the guy, the guy in the same uniform." I'm like, "The first base coach. That's who that is." If you notice, there's one on third base. We're in the same uniform. And the team behind it, all of them. You should just tell her it's a buddy sport, and you have to have a safety buddy. <laughs> somebody just said that out loud <laughs> yeah but I mean there are a lot of baseball rules and if you've never watched it before it's confusing as fuck no. but that's not an obscure funny. rule that's a coach on first <laughs> you know like and they're usually a lot older too that's the other thing yeah, I guess you can't tell sometimes on camera but sometimes it, it is like, like that is an old thing it was like the sixth inning. It wasn't like really early in the game when we just started watching. It was like, it was pretty late. It was like the sixth or seventh inning. She was probably was like, like, I'm so bored. I'm just going to start asking. <laughs> I was like, have you been confused this whole time? She's like, well, yeah. I thought it was a friend out there with him. I was like, oh my God. They are friends in a way. I was like, yeah, theoretically. Hopefully. He, he helps them. They're buddies. shit. <laughs> Okay, but Billy Hamilton really does talk about Daryl Boston all the time, and it's adorable. And they're always together, and that yeah. is so they're I friends. Daryl Boston's everybody's buddy. Yeah, like I don't see him as being like one of those aggressive, mean Chris Woodward coaches, like come flying out of the dugout to yell at someone. Daryl Boston's everyone's buddy. He's like, I'm not even gonna say Tony LaRusso's dad. Okay, like <laughs> let's say for example we have a manager who gives a shit. So. We'll say we have Chris Woodward because he's kind of a feisty little guy. You know, he's going to come out and run at a run at an umpire and yell and scream or like pull an Aussie and, you know, yank a face up. <laughs> Daryl Boston's not going to do that. He's going to be your friend after like, mo- after dad yells at you, he's going to be mom and come give you a hug. It's okay, champ. Yeah. He's going to pat you on the back. It's okay. It's okay, little buddy. <laughs> It's adorable, but it's and it seems to be true even now, though, because yeah, I mean, it seems like a lot of those guys go to him and are always like, yeah, that's cute when they walk off the field because I'm like, this feels different. <laughs> See, they are friends. Yeah, yeah, you know. So she wasn't completely wrong. Yeah, she wasn't. It was the Red <laughs> Sox, though. So it wasn't nobody's like anybody's friend there. Yeah, I was like. Hmm. Nothing, I don't think anybody's friends. It was the Red Sox and the Yankees were playing each other. So I'm like, I don't think anyone's oh, friends boy. here. That sounds yeah. awful. Like, this isn't a, this isn't a friendly game. Like, I'm pretty <laughs> no. sure they're going to start throwing garbage at each other soon. <laughs> that would be pretty fun, actually. I would love to see that. That's what would make me actually want to watch that game. So you need to go to YouTube and look up Phillies fans throwing batteries. <laughs> oh, fuck. Like, I can pull up Philly and. Philadelphia fans are fucking wild. Fuck around and find out. Wi- yeah, they that does not surround. That does not surprise me at all. <laughs> Philadelphia no, scares me. <laughs> yeah, look up Phillies fans throwing batteries. I think it was the Phillies. Was it the Phillies fan? I think it was. I think they were throwing batteries at like a left fielder or something. Like it was something crazy. I oh, had, I've I've jumped on the Phillies bandwagon solely because my favorite player is there, and. I now want. you have to name them. I know. Andrew I'm like McCutcheon. Andrew McCutcheon, all time favorite. I love okay. him. Andrew McCutcheon's the best. 
I just want to hug him like every day of my life when I see that he does good. It's like I am with your mean. Like anytime I see that Andrew McCutcheon does something good, I'm just like, oh, that's my baby. Like I'm so proud of him. We're like the same age. And I'm like, that's my baby. So I had to like look up all this like Phillies stuff. So I kind of just understood more. And that was like the first thing I saw. That's what my husband likes to remind me of. Yeah, he that's like what everybody knows Phillies well. fans for. I'm like, yo, they'll throw a fucking battery at their own players. Like, <laughs> just throw a sock I mean, full of like batteries. Gritty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, how can you gritty have gritty came later that? though? Like I know. The, the battery thing was first. Gritty was molded by like the battery yeah. thing and the yeah. fuck around and find out. Gritty came from like melted street snow and the battery acid and I don't know, ran, random hairs, cheesesteaks. Yeah, just formed into this soulless anarchist creature. And I love him. There is a video after the election of a woman. I, I don't know if she lives in France, if it was an American woman living in France or just an American woman who spoke French. There's a video of her explaining to French people what gritty is. <laughs> and I don't speak French but I mean you know there's captions and everything but I like I don't speak French but I was like gritty in French it's amazing I was like this is great I want French people to tell me stories all the time it doesn't have to be about anything just talk about gritty I'm fine yeah just to describe all mascots (laughs) yeah Mark Lazarus who writes for The Athletic he's the uh, Blackhawks beat writer he did an article where he hit like so as the beat writer he was traveling around with the team and all that stuff and he's got a young daughter and he would get her from each stadium he'd get her like a little plushie of the mascots because it's like when you get a little kid so one of his articles to kick off the season one year had her ranking all of the different hockey (laughs) mascots that was so that's amazing it's super cute yeah i'm like so, Crystal, we need to do that with your kids in yeah. baseball mascots. That's fine. We can yes, do that. please. I would love to read that. Somebody did yes. that last season, and but it was an adult. And also, I didn't agree with him. So, <laughs> Clark <laughs> was pretty high. And I was like, excuse me? Or very scary. No, Clark's scary. And he's, is a, he's a pervert. Monster, so I will just have her rank them. <laughs> yes. Should we should it be strictly MLB or? Let's start with MLB and yeah. then we can hit the minor league teams. Because those minor league teams have some good names. Yeah, they do. Okay. they do. Except for the Yankees and the Mets. All their minor league teams. It's like the Binghamton Mets. Oh, that's, that's fun. That's boring. The Long Island Yankees. That's boring. Try harder. Yeah, come to on, the, guys. Let's be to cool. the 20 people that will listen to this, tell them to try harder. We <laughs> All of those Yankees yes. fans out there yeah. that are listening to us for the possibility we'll talk about the Yankees. Yeah. And we never said anything about Trevor Bauer being at the Capitol riots. No. Parody. It's a joke. No. No, our legal team has not cleared that. <laughs> Is a joke. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Comedy. <laughs> and comedy. Yeah. You you should tell your kids, though, that Clark is a pervert because he doesn't wear pants, which yeah. is a lot of mascots, but... They well, and Donald Duck, too. Donald Duck gets out of the shower and wraps a towel around his waist. What the fuck? Like, but Donald Duck doesn't wear pants. I have questions. 
Oh, oh we got a cat. Oh, hi, this is dude. Hi, dude. <laughs> this is her tail. It's a little nub. Oh, hey, hello. She likes pets. Oh, oh, her, oh her butthole. Okay, good. I thought her butthole was oh, going to be no. towards the screen. Good. All right. Nope, she's that's here to she. stay. <laughs> she's going to be here visiting for the remainder <laughs> of, of our time here. She heard us say Trevor Bauer, so she had to come listen. She's like, excuse me? She yeah. had to come, she has to come, um, filter it as our legal correspondent. <laughs> yeah. She's a girl boss on a legal team. Yeah. Yes. No. Or of counsel. Ours. Not, not like Rachel Luba, Luba, I don't know how to say her name. Not that kind no. of girl boss. No, and hashtag girl boss is just a ridiculous culture anyway. It is. Um, I think we, uh, whenever I spoke on Northside, uh, North Side Socks. Yeah. With Janice and Tommy and Sam. I forgot who brought it up. I believe Janice did about how she's not even, Rachel's not even the first like woman agent, which. No. She's yeah. just the loudest. Yeah. It's crazy. Like there are so and many she others. Has one client. Yeah. I don't understand well, that. I'm like, oh no, she's two. Cause yeah. Matthew Queen's yeah. her other one. Girl boss. <sighs> That's a really illustrious list. It is. Yeah. And where is he now? He's still not. Is he still a free agent? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody signed him because of the whole like pending. sexual assault case <laughs> pending. pending because like what happens you sign? Yeah. What happens you sign him and then MLB investigates you have to spend him anyway. So oops. Yeah. yeah. It, you don't get time served on that one. Like there's, there's still going to suspend him for the season once all that stuff's over. So yeah. Not worth it. Like, why am I going to pay a shitload of money for a guy who's going to be here for three games? Yeah. I'd really get Adam Eaton, who's Adam Eaton, you know, who at least isn't a rapist that we know of. Good news. We have him. Yeah. <laughs> He's ours. He's our guy. Yay. <laughs> Lucky us. He's not a rapist that we know of, but Todd Frazier hates him, which is weird because Todd Frazier is like the nicest guy in baseball. Bring him back to our team. I'm for that. Yes. Um, my and dad's friend beat up Adam Eaton. Okay, sorry. No, they had, they had to get their lockers moved. Like yeah. there's a whole thing in 2016 that they wouldn't have to walk next to each other anymore. I would too. They almost got in a fight when um, Frazier was on the Mets and Eaton was on the Nationals, and they played each other. They were yelling shit from the field. I love when baseball players get in a fight because it's like they just all go out and push each other. Like, it's not like a real fight. Yeah. It's like a hockey fight. Yeah, I want to see a hockey fight next time they clear the benches. I'm like, come on, guys. You got to commit to it. Like, the bullpen just ran in here. Make it worth it. If there's not blood on second base, I'm not interested. Yeah, I know. So whenever they, like, get suspended for fights on the field. Yeah, I'm always like, what is this? I don't know. Like, even Adam Eden getting suspended, I was like, this is dumb they didn't fight there wasn't yeah. i could understand if there was actually like somebody was injured or something but yeah i mean every time i've yeah. seen that most of those fights or like if you actually throw a punch like yeah yeah every uh, time i see that i don't know and maybe that's because of like hockey rules or maybe because i i've watched like more football or something i don't know but i'm always yeah. like i can't believe this like <laughs> And then they're just all gonna go out and push each other. Like, yeah, cool. they just like all crowd together is like like a human mess. I'm like, this is not. It's more that's funny why, than anything. That's why it was so great when Rudin or Dor punched Jose Batista because 
when he did it, he turned around and walked his ass off the field because he's like, yeah, I know I'm going to get suspended, but it was worth it. Yeah. Which is fine. It was like, accepted. yeah. I'm like, listen, if you're going to clear the benches, just fight. Just fucking fight. Come make on, it, guys. Make it worth it. Make it worth our yeah, time. Like, I don't want to watch you all push each other. That's dumb. Yeah. Well, also, too, like, I, um, I think it was Shakia had a tweet recently I don't know if she had an article. I think it was just a tweet about how like the suspension rules for any kind of like fights are yeah. so just like they vary. It's like they pull crazy. it out of a hat. Yeah. yeah. Cause there was the whole Amir Garrett got suspended for seven games for doing nothing and Javier Baez got fined. And I'm like, but Amir Garrett didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Like he just kind of, and I had Cubs fans yelling at me about this. I'm like, no, he stood there and yelled like, okay he didn't follow him to the dugout he just stood there and yelled at him from the pitcher's mound like pitchers do that and then Javier Baez got his feelings hurt on behalf of Anthony Rizzo like Rizzo didn't even fucking care he was just like "Eh, whatever this guy's an idiot and then Javier Baez is trying to prove he's tough or something I'm like listen I I think Amir Garrett would throw down yeah Javier Baez I hate him so much. He's like, I can't be good at things right now, so I'll be tough. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's like, he's actually tough. (laughs) Well, I think what really got Cubs fans mad was when I said, um, I said, well, Amir Garrett shouldn't be worried. Javier Baez hasn't hit anything all season. (laughs) Where's the lie? Where's the lie? (laughs) He'll just swing and miss a bunch of times. It's fine. They do. And they are so, I, I think, I they're like really like said this. Yeah. And th- their disagreements over Chris Bryant too are extremely like, why? I don't understand. <laughs> I truly do not understand why they hate him. Like Cubs fans do not deserve Chris Bryant with how much he loves that team and with how good he is. Like, yeah, I'll make fun of him. Like, Ooh, Chris Bryant sucks. Yeah. Bleh. Like, cause so he's, he's on the, he's Cubs. On the Cubs. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't have genuine dislike from, like, I think his haircut's kind of dumb. <laughs> but I don't have, like, genuine dislike for him the way I did for, like, the way I do for, like, Anthony Rizzo. Yeah. And Javier Baez. I'm like, I wouldn't be mad if we had Chris Bryant. Okay. Oh, I would love it, personally. Just the narrative right. alone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, but, like, and that's what I don't understand about Cubs fans. Like, I actually went back and looked and did a whole thread about this, where I was like, I don't understand why Cubs fans hate Chris Bryant. Let's look at some stats. And I looked at all of his stats, and I'm like, the two years he really had the worst seasons he was playing hurt yeah Yeah. even in his slump though he was yeah he was still an (laughs) all-star like he's just batting 289 instead of 302 or you know yeah there is a I don't get it a general uh, like fan expectation about players performance is so unrealistic so often so that's yeah. not really surprising. I think like recently with Yasmani, we've seen that a lot. It's like, well, first of all, he was a catcher. Second of all, he hurt his knee. Yeah. <laughs> Third, well, she's a catcher. Catchers hurt their yeah. knee. Like, yeah, exactly. Like it's going to happen. Super we young either. Yeah. yeah. He's 33, I think. Or 32. Yeah. I remember yeah, being like, like that. I remember he's really was, early 30s. Yeah. It was one of those things where I was like, Oh yeah, he's an older guy, and I was like, "Oh, I'm the same age as him." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I was like, Nelson Cruz is still older than me, and I am happy about that." 
That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Girl, you can still play professional sports. See? You got to be 40. To be a DH. Yeah. (laughs) You can do it. But, and I think like everybody wants to see all the guys hit home runs. You know, like, yay, home runs are fun. And it's great that Yasmani Grandal can hit a home run. But I also kind of care that he gets on base. Because if he gets on base and then somebody follows up behind him and hits a home run, he scores. Yay. Exactly. That's how math works. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, that's how math works. He got on base and someone hit a home run. Hooray. Yeah. And I think that's like, yeah. Just two. And, like, I think that's people's complaints about Nick Madrigal, too. Like, they want Nick Madrigal to hit a home run. Which, first of all, Nick Madrigal is, like, 5'6 if he stands up straight. <laughs> like, he's not he's not going to hit for power. He's never going to hit for power. He's going to get on base. Getting on base is good. They will come in eventually. Like, you don't have to hit a home run to drive him in. You can hit a double and drive him in. Yeah. You know, like, a guy on base is a good thing. Don't get mad that they walked. Yeah. And I, I still am like, and I know, yes, he's, uh, Yasmani's like hit now, even though it's like, I mean, hopefully he's back a little more and like hitting a little more, but also I'm not going to be mad if he keeps walking. I don't think a lot of people see that as a skill or they're like, oh, well, if he, if that's a skill, why isn't he just hitting? (laughs) It's like, you're too different. The plate is good. Why don't you go out and hit? Yeah, I know. Right? How yeah. easy it is to hit a that's, home run every single at-bat. That's <laughs> ultimately the thing. Like, I hate to go on my big, like, empathy spiel because I don't, like, they're professional athletes playing a game for millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like, at the end of the day, I don't feel that bad. But at the same time, just, yeah. honestly, the way people talk a lot, I can tell either they never played sports, which is fine, or they never have any kind of, like, empathy and think about like oh what is it actually like to do this day after day after day after day and like wear your body down or have like where not only wear your body down but also have like psychological stuff happening and you know like haven't you ever oh my god like if I fall I felt like slipped down my back stairs this winter on ice and I still it's not even icy anymore I'm afraid to walk down the stairs like yep (laughs) people don't how many times I've been going down the stairs yeah yeah, it's like, I'm scared of these stairs. So I'm mean, like, imagine doing things and getting hurt and then having to go back out there and still be a professional athlete. Like, there's no, any yeah. kind of, there's a very, like, very small window of forgiveness people are willing to Even without injury, it, it breaks your body down. I mean, I'm in my 30s. And if I go out and play catch with my kids or pitch them a ball for batting practice, I am sore afterwards. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just, if that wears me down, like, day after day, I can't imagine what it would be like on that level to just constantly feel that. You need to take the Nelson Cruz approach, because apparently (laughs) he takes a nap every afternoon before the game. He gets a massage after the game. I'm like, man, that's the lot. Like, shit, man, that sounds like a life. I didn't even have time to, like, catch up on Mare of Eastwood or Easton until two days ago I was like three episodes behind so I am all the episodes behind because I have not watched it yet I will I would love to just take a nap and get a massage every day I do take a nap most days (laughs) I'm sorry to admit that I'm a very I don't (laughs) (laughs) I'm also not a professional baseball player 
So, no, but like they were t- that like that's his regimen to like stay fresh and stay healthy. Like that's what he does. And I'm like, that sounds pretty cool. Like I would take a nap every day and get a massage after the games. But like he's also 40 and he's a DH. Like I'm how old am I? 36. <laughs> I'm 36. I played softball for 13 years. And like, yeah, I hurt in places. So I can't imagine being 40 and doing it is, or like even being in my early thirties playing every single day, 162 games or, you know, even playing 80 games. No. Yeah. So yeah, I think that was good. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was one thing too, about like that Adam Engel video of him that James posted of him running because it was another thing where it was like, I think people are looking at it and not thinking about it that much, but like how much ground he covers so quickly and he looks very confident um, after coming back from an injury and then getting re-injured while trying to heal. It's, it's yeah. It's like, hell yes. Our boy's coming back. Oh, baby. Are you returning? See, that's why I like your meme because I like a guy who runs the same way I do. Not fast and not well. But he tries, damn it. <laughs> he does. And I'm like, God, I love him so much because he runs like I do is a person who has not been in shape for many years. <laughs> I, I, like, oh. I too connect with him on that level because if I'm playing <laughs> baseball, the only thing I can do is hit the ball. I can't. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm I can't not running. Pitch. I can't pitch. I definitely suck at running. So I I feel seen when I see him. <laughs> has success and he doesn't have yeah. to run <laughs> a lot yeah. at least but still a lot. no he can jog around the bases because he yeah. had a home run you know yeah um, I, I like when he tried to steal though that was cute he's like yeah <laughs> kind of scary too um maybe we don't do that yeah you can, you can try it but it's okay <laughs> if you don't do it regularly I was curious if you guys thought he might end up playing in a position at all I so having him having been a catcher I think they will use him as a backup first baseman like I I think his days of being a catcher are kind of over um which is like we have plenty of catchers I'm not saying anything about how good some of them are but we have catchers like the options are there so I think in more of like a backup first base position, like something that it's not, you don't have to be quick. You don't have to like read fly balls as much. Um, I think that's probably something we can expect him in outside of like a DH. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on the same page. Cool. I was wondering, and I know like we tried him out there and then that was a weird thing because it was like, oh, his foot's injured. But then it was like, Tony LaRusso was like, oh, I, he just had like, I had bad vibes or he seemed like he had bad vibes and it was like, oh, okay. And then that was kind of it. He sat a game and <laughs> that was very confusing because he's on my fantasy team and I got an alert saying he was not playing because of a foot injury. And I was like, what? And then I saw this other thing. And I was like, what is happening? It's very it's a lie, Tony. Yeah, we have a very um, new age spiritual team with bad vibes and Liam Hendricks crystal ball and tarot card reader and 
My husband thinks that's the funniest thing, by the way. He's like, Liam Hendricks and his tarot card reader. I guess his tarot cards weren't that good today. I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. That does kind of come back in my mind. You're adding to this conversation. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Go bring it up again, okay? Yeah, Yeah, that comes up actually in my head a lot. I'm like, oh, I guess Miss Ruby Ruby. was. (laughs) I don't know how she right she was, (laughs) but I don't want to say anything because I want to be positive. But yeah, (laughs) that was a damn good joke. (laughs) (laughs) It hurts. Yeah, I'm like, oh, you quiet you. <laughs> yeah, I think really, like, early in the season, the thing I will worry about the most is pitching. Like, pitchers and catchers are really injury prone. It's because it's a lot of, like, the repetitive stress. Um, so if pitchers, like, start off kind of slow and they're not progressing, that's when I start to worry. Like, Dallas Keuchel, I'm kind of worried about because he – been kind of shaky yeah and he doesn't like he doesn't look like he's confident he doesn't look like he's hitting where he needs to hit and I'm like is he okay like can can we get him checked out like is he okay yeah I think it was the space jam thing that happened where Dylan Cease somehow got a hold of like the all-star juice (laughs) Um, they switched bodies yeah like something happened and everything was drained from Dallas and now Dylan Cease is the all-star. He's the Michael Jordan. Yeah. I mean, it's nice to see Dylan Cease, you know, being the prospect that we thought he was and having the ability that we thought he was going to have because a lot of people gave up on him real quick. Like, the kid's 22. Give him a break. Like, he's still new here. Um, So I'm glad to see that he's figuring it out, but I'm kind of worried about Dallas. Like, is his back bothering him again? Like, something's going on, and I don't think they're checking it out. That's the impression that I have. I hope not. Yeah, I hope not either, but it's like, (laughs) I think something's wrong. Yeah, and I wonder too, like, I, this is something I don't know about, but I just think about a lot, like with the new pitching coach and then all of the kind of changes to things. I wonder how that affects people as well. I mean, obviously it's been very beneficial for some, but I don't know. Well, I think that's something that like as professional athletes, they kind of, they kind of are used to because, you know, get, not a lot of people have like the huge Mike Trout 10 year contracts. There's not a lot, like they don't have like the franchise contracts like football players do. Right. Yeah. So the baseball players get kind of used to having different coaches and different coaching techniques and they do different things in the off season and all of that stuff. So it, it could be that to a lesser extent, um, I would be surprised if that had something to do with it. Yeah, you were I mean, saying I it imagine seemed like he, a physical thing, though. Yeah, it looks like he doesn't look like as loose as he normally does. Like he's usually, I feel like he's usually a lot more like flexible. Yeah. He, you know, he he just doesn't look comfortable. He doesn't look like he's confident. So I'm I'm worried that there's an injury thing happening. Yeah. It's crazy. I was just thinking today about like going into the season, like who I had like, and everybody had as being like starters and then like doing well and the assumptions about people doing well. And it's Mm -hmm. really crazy how like kind of upside down it is. But 
in terms yeah. of like all of the conversations about depth and worries about depth. I mean, we've adjusted. Those are valid conversations. They are. We have Jake Lamb playing the outfield. <laughs> yeah. But we've also like adjusted. <laughs> yeah. We've adjusted a little better than I would have thought. So. Not to be a dick about it. Be a dick. Playing the, out- <laughs> playing the outfield isn't that hard. <laughs> like that's where they stick the Like in Little League, that's where they stick the kids who aren't that good. Yeah. You know, like. Left and right field are the kids that aren't that good. Center field is the quick kid who can run back and forth and cover for the other two. Yeah. Well, and I mean, that is kind of where it has been like a musical chairs out there. Yeah. Well, and you see that with Cleveland, right? Because they kept talking about like, oh, so-and-so playing center field today is actually a shortstop. And that guy in right field is a shortstop. And, you know, this guy is actually a shortstop and he's playing second. Like, do you guys have any other position play? It's like, just, like no. Are you just, is it all <laughs> shortstops and you're just like putting them places? We don't What's have going anyone. on? <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Gets but yeah, of... like, it's, it's easier to adapt to an outfield position than it is to, like, playing third, playing short, playing second. Playing first is easier to adapt to. Like, you can't just stick anybody as a catcher. You can't make anybody a pitcher. Like, those are really more the skilled positions. Um, excuse me? I saw Danny Mendick pitch, so. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I don't believe you. Just kidding. <laughs> I well I mean theoretically you can just throw it to the catcher so I guess it's like playing catch I don't know there's a reason my ERA in Brad Kelly's was the same for a couple days pitching I mean uh, pitching and catching just seem to me like torture because of like what you mentioned with the wear and tear and like the specialization of the movements it just seems yeah, it's a lot of repetitive. Yeah, a lot of repetitive stress. Yeah, it's, I even rem- in high pitchers and catchers. In high school, I remember with catchers too, like the guys making fun of the other guys who wore like I forgot what the, the knee saver. The knee thing. savers, yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Fuck, I couldn't do that. <laughs> I wouldn't want to do that without like it seems terrible." So this is like so when I started playing softball, knee savers weren't a thing. Like it wasn't. It wasn't, like, a standard piece of equipment. And, like, you see it now where, like, softball players are wearing, like, the cages when they pitch. That wasn't a thing when I played softball. Like, it was really bare-bones shit. Um, So now, if I, like, having grown up without the knee savers, if I had to start wearing them, it would be a hard time to adjust. Interesting. Because you you get so used to – it's kind of like when you ask someone to change their batting stance. Like, you're so used to doing it and then having to change it is a lot more difficult. Like, and I think that's also why you see some of the catchers still, you see the full like goalie mask, like James McCann wears. Yeah. Or you see like the helmet and the mask, like Zach Collins, where it, it's just a matter of preference, right? Like I grew up helmet and mask. That was it. But some other players usually, usually it was the rich teams had the full goalie mask, you know? Yeah. So it's it's one of those things, like, equipment is a matter of preference, but it's also, like, it's not an easy adjustment to make. Yeah. Well, in my school, it was, like, a point of masculinity. <laughs> like, are you going to hurt yourself? That's the cooler and right thing to do. <laughs> you know, but here's the other thing. Like, I've used them. I don't think they actually work. Like, I think it, I think it makes you lazy because you, like, you don't, you're not balancing your weight. You're just kind of sitting, you're, like, kind of sitting your butt on pads. Yeah. 
So it almost like, so I'm like, yeah, you won't have to like use your core as much or something. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, you're, you're kind of sitting back and then you're not going to get up as fast if you have to throw someone out. So it, they're kind of a weird thing to me. Yeah. That is interesting. But I know people use them and like, yay for you. Let's not destroy small Suckers. kids' joints. <laughs> oh, we will in the name of sports though. That's what we do. Damn it. As a society. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we should do it. We can do an entire podcast one day about all my sports injuries. Okay. <laughs> Down. That'd be fun. From when I was a kid. I don't need to have a hip replaced when I'm 40. <laughs> I just fall a lot. And that's mainly it. <laughs> Take a lot of falls. Yeah. Um, we got to work on your center of gravity. We'll put like a book on your yeah. head and have you walk back and forth. It's usually um, slipping on something or catching. I have pretty big feet. So my foot ah. usually catches on something. Um yeah, because of my feet, I've fallen over things a lot. So the balance is okay. It's my big <laughs> ass feet and the elements. You think the big ass feet would help with the balance though? Because like, you know, that's gonna ground you. You're gonna be like yeah. a duck. I gotta I have a I have to have a, a higher clearance. But I think the big feet help. Like I can lean yeah. forward better than people because like there's more like there's more grip. Yep. Yeah, more grip. <laughs> so you are like a duck. I am like a duck. <laughs> I got size tens. Okay. Oh my god. I got size tens. Yeah, that's that's about what size I have to wear. Actually, I have big feet too. <laughs> big feet <laughs> energy. Yay! <laughs> I guess that's the equivalent of the other thing. Yeah. <laughs> big ovary energy. Uh. Wow. That's just <laughs> my ovaries. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I'm going to have to find a place for a commercial break. I will find it. Maybe we'll do that as our uh, legal. (laughs) When we have to bleep for legal purposes, that's going to be the commercial break. (laughs) Yeah, just put it wherever. Mostly right there. Yeah. We're going to get bullied by all Dodgers and Trevor Bauer fans. This part Listen, over. I'm off. I'm off work tomorrow. I got a lot of free time. Okay, I don't have to recap the game until the night. All right, <laughs> ready to take on I, everybody. I have plenty of time to argue with people on Twitter. Okay, <laughs> I'm going straight for the jugular tomorrow. I love it. Just <laughs> fight me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm pretty. Sh- so my family's Irish. I'm pretty sure our family motto is "Come at me, see what happens." <laughs> I think that's like the rough translation of it. Like, you know, it's like a guy with a bat. <laughs> it's got nails like, yeah. in it. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure that's my family's like official Irish, like the, on the family crest. It's like, bring it on. <laughs> Fuck around and find out. <laughs> yeah. Invented by the Irish. <laughs> Mine's probably drink a lot. Oh yeah, we definitely do that. What a waiting. Yeah, that's what my family crest is. I'm gonna sue for them stealing it from my family. Is that a thing you can my, do? Yeah. No. Yeah. It's a copywritten. Maybe in like 1722 in Ireland or somewhere. Oh, that probably expired. <laughs> you didn't You gotta like you gotta do it every couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, shit. Oh god, I can't read the contract. It's in old English or something. <laughs> what does this say? Oh. Does Google Translate do that? <laughs> Maybe. I need a document. 
What are we translating? Ah. Hamlet. Hamlet. Oh, God. The Canterbury Tales. Oh, no. I was an English major in college, and I had to take a class on the Canterbury Tale. Or oh, it wasn't no. on Canterbury Tales specifically. It was on Chaucer. Oh, and no. the book was one side was in English and the other side was in Middle English, and I was like, "This isn't a thing. I don't need this." <laughs> I can tell you exactly nothing about what I learned in that class. Yeah, yeah. I, that was my least exactly, exactly nothing I've learned. I also can tell you exactly nothing from my Shakespeare class because my professor was really boring, and I always fell asleep. <laughs> Listen, Bill Shakespeare. You're not that hot. <laughs> it wasn't the Shakespeare part that I had a problem with. For some reason, it was this professor. Everybody, everybody fell asleep in his class. And I think he knew, and I don't think he cared. Because everybody passed. You yeah. had to take his class to graduate. It was part of your d- degree. Everyone took a nap in his class, though. So that prepared me for life. <laughs> Get ready to fall asleep and be bored. <laughs> well, yeah. How to fall in that asleep. way. How to not fall asleep in meetings. I mean, it worked. Yeah, I had an English teacher like that too. And okay, I know I'm not online. I may be bad at English, but as far as testing wise and everything, I'm really good at English. But I had, and like reading comprehension and stuff, I had one teacher, I think it was 11th grade, my English teacher. I would fall asleep in her class a lot. We had, we did quarters. Um, and three out of four, she gave me an 89. An 89. And I knew she did it on purpose because. It's like that stand up comedian who like took Russian and became the machine and then like became friends with the Russian mafia or something. Where like, oh God, what was it? His, he like took a Russian class in college and he was going to drop it in the teacher's aide was like no I need this for my PhD if you just take the class I'll give you a C and he was like okay and he took like three years of it didn't learn a word of Russian and then as part of like the last class they went on a trip to Russia and he's like I don't speak the language (laughs) (laughs) and then they like robbed a train or something yeah he he, like robbed a train or something I'm telling the story really wrong and I bet this is what people are going to yell at me about on Twitter is that I told the story of the machine wrong Nah. I don't I don't think they're gonna make it this far. And if they do, they should send us the code word. Yeah. You get Congratulations, you win nothing. I'll mail you my chapstick. First person who responds. You might. Yeah. Mm. I might have garbage. Somebody's gonna want oh, wait, this. I got... <laughs> it's gonna be weird. Some weird guy is gonna want this. There's a oh, wait, I have duct tape in here. I got this magazine. I'll... I've got, I got packing tape. Um, right. Can have my contact holder. All right. <laughs> Just let us if know. If you make it this far, we'll mail you garbage. <laughs> <laughs> she has a cool thing, a headband. Thank you. This is what I put on when I'm doing my makeup and washing my face. <laughs> you can this have a candle once maybe. and it says breathe. So <laughs> I think I put pens in it. I think the plan was to put pens in it. And I think it's just been sitting in my office. This is the trash. You could win if you made it this far. <laughs> if you made it this far, we will mail you garbage. <laughs> I think that, I think that's how we have to end it. We just have to end it up <laughs> on this trash. It works for me. <laughs> we'll just declare Jason okay, here. He's the only one that's listened to this far. This bar. He will.
I'll mail him a picture of Archie because <laughs> him and Archie and Logan are buds. Black cat power. Aww. We can just mail him all of our trash. Yeah. His wife will be thrilled, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, we shouldn't do that. We should, uh, meet. We'll be like, what the hell is this? We should meet at a game and hand our trash over to him. Yeah. Or just yeah. buy him a beer. <laughs> that probably would be better. <laughs> so, thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening, Dick. This <laughs> Thanks, Dick. I'm glad you made it this far. <laughs> There is a ch- there is a small chance that my husband has made it this far. Maybe. Thank you, Billion. My husband doesn't listen anymore. I think he gave up after one of the podcasts. He's like, you know what? I'm good. I know. I, he's like, I hear this shit at home all day long. <laughs> Same. <laughs> no, no need to hear more. <laughs> no, he's like, I, I already heard this today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let somebody else entertain you for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, you know, like those tweets that are like, oh, if you got kidnapped, what would make the kidnappers give you back? And I asked him that once. He's like, you talking about the Mets bullpen? Oh, that's mean. (laughs) And also true. (laughs) Yeah, there was one day I was going to make a tweet that was like, will somebody on here be my emergency contact? Because you'd probably be more likely to answer than my husband. And I was like, no, somebody's going to take this seriously and be real weird about it. So (laughs) No, but actually my so. I had like that emergency thing on my iPhone turned on where you like hit the button a couple times. And after like the third time I called him, he's like, I'm not fucking answering anymore. <laughs> You're dead. <laughs> You're screwed. Well, cause I would like put it in my purse and it would like go off. I don't know what I did. It would like go off and like send a picture and like record <laughs> random noises. And he's like, I'm not fucking answering anymore. If you're in trouble, you're you're on your own. <laughs> you're shit out of luck, lady. I was like, well, I guess I gotta turn that off. I'm dead. I'm I'm dead. It. It's been yeah, a good I'm run. Like, well, now they give me back. I know they give me back. I'm not worth. St- I'm not worth kidnapping. I'm really annoying. They're like, we regret it. Sorry. Yeah. Nope. You can have it back. <laughs> we'll turn ourselves in. <laughs> <laughs> We've learned our lesson. Never again. Yeah, and also, I don't have money, so don't kidnap me. And you're not going to get anything. There's no ransom. It's just going to be a hassle for you, and you'll regret it. (laughs) Yes, I will make your life hell. (laughs) I'm going to kidnap you. (laughs) Oh, that'd be fun, though. I got got treats. I got dogs. I got cats. Booze. Girls trip. Yay! (laughs) Girls kidnapping. Kidnap. Yeah, exactly. Wink. I'm in danger. I have to miss work. It's just oh, a big no. drinking on your couch. That's all. Yeah. Oh, this is awful. I'm sick and kidnapped. <laughs> Drink. I also I have to get a colonos- colonoscopy by my kidnapper. I will be out of. <laughs> Sorry, that was for the uh, extra cuts. We're not talking about <laughs> colonoscopies a- here. That's the deep cuts. I did tell somebody at work when I had to get the colonoscopy, it was better. I'm like, listen, me getting this colonoscopy is better than this project you want me to work on. So congratulations. Wow. That's a good move. I'm going to have to remember that. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty big into like just being very honest about things like that at work because it's like, you're, I'm just going to tell you this be- so you'll know what I'm doing and you won't ask questions about it, about what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm like, I'm, pretty open with my coworkers about if I'm like yeah 
I'm like, oh, I'm out of the office tomorrow. I gotta go get a colonoscopy. And they're like, oh. <laughs> like, I'm not doing like, something fun, so. Yeah, like, I'm not going on vacation. It's not, I'm not doing anything fun. I took an extra day off because I have to drink the garbage that's going to, you know, make me want to barf. Yeah. I'm not, yes. this isn't going to be a fun two days. Yeah, they're like, well, the oh, comes afterwards. Doing? What are you doing on your day off? Going to get a tiny little camera up my butt. <laughs> I get Through to my star. Yeah. Drink and get my contact solution juice. Mm. Smile. Yum. Yeah. Well. I'm not going anywhere fun. <laughs> we've reached our buttholes. I think we can, I think we can end it. This Let's is see. a top to bottom podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Dick, if you're still listening, enjoy. Enjoy this podcast. I'm sorry that you're friends with us. <laughs> I'm sorry, you know. Yeah, I'm sorry about butts. I don't know. We got we got really intimate last night on Twitter. Colleen, you missed a lot of that. But see, this is bullshit. Why do I go to bed? I, I don't know. You like, missed a lot of like I, drunken makeout this, stories. Oh, I heard. Oh, I need to find that thread and read it because see, like, I mean it's in my six pack. If you just click, on, excellent. If you just click on his tweet at the end, you can <laughs> excellent learn about our regrets and our vomiting. I have a lot of I have a lot of stories about being drunk, and that is definitely a whole other podcast. Okay. Well, and being drunk at baseball games. And oh. I've never been to baseball jail, but my father has. I know where baseball jail is at Sox Park. <laughs> That's a brag. Our <laughs> next podcast is about baseball jail. I want to visit yeah. baseball jail. No, you really don't. It smells like pee. Yeah, that's not a surprise. I feel like that's just zero jail, s- jail in general. No, zero stars do not recommend. Mm-mm. Baseball jail is mm-hmm. not, not fun. I'm going to ask for a tour. I had to pick that. <laughs> I wonder if that is on the ballpark tour. Can I go to baseball jail? Like, I don't want to see the clubhouse. I want to see where the drunks go. I heard you guys bury people here. <laughs> <laughs> Can you show me ask, where? You know what? When I go to the game on Saturday, I'm going to ask somebody, and I think I'm going to get banned from the ballpark. <laughs> I hear you guys bury people here. I'm going to be at the really game Saturday. And dying here. Yeah. Only half. Only half of her will go. <laughs> Half of her body would like to rest here for all of eternity. We haven't decided if it's the top half or the bottom half yet, but I think your answer is going to tell us which one we're going to give you. Congratulations, security. You a tits or an ass person. We could put you in like a Tumblr thing and then, or like a big bingo machine and then just like whatever comes out. Or we could like glue you to one of the chairs and like hold your arm. So it looks like you're waiting. You'll look like one of the cardboard cutouts. Like you're waving. <laughs> the weather has done damage to this particular cutout. We're not we'll sure what to an umbrella sometimes. You know, it's fine. The <laughs> snow will preserve you. It just nobody will want to sit by you in July. Yeah. No, I mean just do what just do what Norman Bates does. It'll be fine. I feel like in every podcast I've been on lately, I've added a story about a weird use of a dead body and this <laughs> <laughs> this reminded me of the story of a a guy that died in like the early, I think the early 1900s and his body got like mummified. They were trying to preserve it and because he, they had to like ship him home for a funeral, but like he was never claimed. So somebody just took his body and they like wrapped him in stuff. And basically it ultimately looked like he was a mannequin and he ended up being used on like 
movie sets and stuff. And then they didn't discover it was actually a human until like the seventies and his arm fell off. And they like grabbed it and they were like, Oh, that's a real person. Oh shit. I just listened to a podcast about that maybe a week ago. Really? Um, I feel like I heard about it not too long ago. I don't know why that's a leader with Spencer Henry. He definitely does a podcast on that. And I, was just scrolling one day and I think it was just called like the mannequin or something and I was like oh fun this is bull I listened to last podcast on the left you think they would cover that that's bullshit I'm gonna send them an angry email I just read about it recently too I don't remember why like where I read it and I was like this is freaky what that's my biggest nightmare I'm gonna (laughs) say well so when my grandma died last summer my great aunt was calling all of my cousins saying like oh you need to make sure my burial plot she lives in florida okay she moved to florida in like the 90s she's calling all my cousins to say you need to make sure my burial plot is still there that nobody sold it out from under me so like at the graveside my cousins had to take pictures of like nobody else is buried here your name is still on the headstone (laughs) and she's in florida and i'm like listen one of my cousins lives with her and takes care of her and I'm like she's gonna be lucky if they fucking ship her body back they're gonna throw her in the Gulf of Mexico she's <laughs> pissing everybody off <laughs> but like believe me your body ain't making it back here lady <laughs> she she's not gonna be listening to this podcast so I could say that <laughs> you know what does it matter or she's gonna be dead you're dead the fuck do you care yeah exactly who cares <laughs> I, we do need to figure out how that guy preserved that dead body, though, so we can do it to Crystal when we lose her to a seat. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, don't even, I don't even care what section you put me in. Oh, we'll put you in one of the good ones. We'll put you by, like, the guy with the uh, racing jacket. We'll put you oh, in the yeah. seats. The M&M guy? He'll be on TV all the time. <laughs> <laughs> we can always wave to you when you're on TV. You'll be like, hi, Crystal! <laughs> like, hey, hey we're waving. Maybe she'll wave <laughs> if the wind blows. <laughs> Oh, look, I think her hand's moving. <laughs> Hold on. Is with kind of shaded there. <laughs> I, I, like where this, I like where this is gone. <laughs> has Weirder. Out. The second we started talking about death, he he closed the app. Yeah, Dick, Dick is still with us, though. So. <laughs> He's still here. The invisible fourth wall man. No. Fourth podcaster. I don't know what you call a fourth person on a podcast. Janice is going to be sad that she missed us. She is. Janice will join us next time. Yes. She's going to be sad she missed all the talk of murder and burial plots. We will continue talking about weird things, but I should probably go to bed soon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm leaving all of this in. Okay. About my yeah. bedtime. About your bedtime? I mean, it is almost 11 o'clock. So, and it's a school night. I'm off tomorrow. So, oh, you yeah. know, I got plenty of time to get yelled at on Twitter. It's not an invitation. You know, I'm going to swoop in there, though, and I'm going to be like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bitch. <laughs> I'm sick of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta prepare. I'm gonna do like 50 push-ups tonight. Uh, I can't even do one. I are you kidding me? I'm not doing push-ups. Fuck that noise. So ever since I broke my collarbone, there's like a metal plate in there. So when I do push-ups, it feels very weird. It feels like 
wrong. <laughs> it just yeah. feels like it's going to break all over again, even though it's like there's a hard piece of metal. There. Yeah. My husband has a plate in his ankle and it feels like it feels flat. Yeah. So we'll lay in bed and he'll like rub his gross ankle on me. <laughs> <laughs> it feels weird. Don't touch me, sick cyborg guy. I didn't promise this part when we got married. <laughs> into Sickness, that. health, and robo parts. <laughs> I said humans. That's off metal detectors? Yeah. He set oh. off a metal detector at the airport. What the fuck? And then oh, TSA oh. had to like look at his shit. They had to like go through yeah. his backpack. He needs one of those. And I stood there. I don't like he had to put it in high school. I don't even think they make those cards anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't think they made those cards then. But it's funny to me because then they go throughout his backpack and I laugh at him because I am more likely to cause a commotion than he is. Because I do not like flying. So So you're like nervous? Like you're going to scream? No, I just don't like flying. I'm like one of the anxious people that sits there and sweats the whole time. That's fair. There was a lady next to me on my way back on our way back from Texas who was like, I should have sat next to the baby. I was like, bitch, I didn't say anything to you. I just sat here and was sweaty. Oh, God. <laughs> so, fuck you. Just keep your just be quiet. Mind your business. Quiet. Nobody asked yeah. you, okay? I'm just sitting here sweating. <laughs> Let me sweat in peace. Let me be stressed out. Yeah. I'm not even fighting you for the armrest. <laughs> People truly need to just shut up. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm ending this podcast now. I'm going to stop recording. Thank you, everybody, for listening, mainly Dick, because we know you're still here, and you're great. And anybody that makes it this far will know you are trash. Just, yeah. If there's more than one person, we got to find some more garbage. Uh, I've so got plenty. following us, though, because we all have our DMs turned off. Yeah. Congratulations! Yeah, you have to follow all of us, but you'll find it. If you find this, you'll find out how to follow us. I'm, we're not telling you more handles you'll figure it out if you want our trash okay. mine is the easiest one to figure out oh it's the only thing that has my name <laughs> mine is too because i signed up for twitter <laughs> thanks too. too i mine forgot okay i signed up for twitter that early that I, this is the only thing that's got like my full name i can't delete it <laughs> my name's so weird that my name's usually accepted places unless i've go. already made an account so Ah, that's how you know. Yeah, I'm like, oh, shit. There's not another one of me, so. Oops. That is true. Keelan, there is not another one of you. (laughs) Number one. Okay, goodbye, everybody. I'm going to stop recording now.